Oh my God, we are here. It is the very first episode of the Fat Boys Podcast. We finally made it, Brian. We made it. It's we did it. Like what? Two years in the it, making? It feels like it. It feels like forever. <laughs> I mean, it, it really does, and I'm glad we finally had the opportunity to get together and just knock this shit out. Me too. Honestly, like, I, uh, I'm not an anxious person by nature. I'm kind of like, give me a microphone, I'll fucking talk all day. But it did occur to me last night, we've never really hung out. And, right? I mean, from afar, <laughs> like, social media, every once in a while. But, like, now is a great opportunity for us to get to know each other. And then our audience will get to know us at the same time, right? So my brain was like, what if our chemistry, like, is off? Which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> we seem to be, you know, very like-minded. Yeah. Uh, In a few sh- ways, I think. <laughs> we share a lot of the same things. But I was like, what if we just get in the room and it's just wooden? Like, it's just like, I don't know this guy. He doesn't fucking know me. What the yeah. fuck are we doing? <laughs> I, I, you know, I thought about that as well. But I'm like, you know what? What's the worst that could happen? And, and like, if we had alternating personalities that didn't work, that might actually make for good podcast radio, too. I mean, I think it's just going to work regardless. I, I mean, do think. We're too sexy to fail. Right. And I think everybody agrees. Now, let's introduce ourselves. My name is Nathan. Hi. My name is Brian. Yes. Okay, so we got that out of the way. Cool. So people know who we are. <laughs> uh, Brian and I are based here in Central Florida, and uh, we've known each other for quite a while. And like you said, now's our first like big hangout, and of course, we're going to record the whole thing. Now, we're recording ourselves on video and audio. So uh, yeah, you'll be able to watch us on YouTube. You'll be able to watch us on Facebook. I'm going to be loading this video everywhere. Pornhub. <laughs> Speaking of which, like, this would be along the lines of, have you seen the meme of that one guy who does, like, the, the Pornhub videos that's, like, tucks you into bed at night and tells you this? A hundred percent. Opens the door for you and, you know, and, like, I love that sort of shit. You know, we'll see. Maybe. I mean, he's in the top 10% of the people I follow on Pornhub. I only <laughs> follow, like, I don't know, 13, 14,000 people. Just kidding. <laughs> right? No, I think, like, honestly, we're anywhere you can listen to podcasts, we will be... Um, and then we'll be on YouTube. I'll put us on Facebook. I actually just opened up an Instagram for us uh, on like literally right before you rang the doorbell to come in today. And it'll be Fat Boys Podcast on Instagram. And it'll probably be that uh, across the board. So we got to make sure we take some pictures before we leave. Oh, we so definitely we will. have pictures of like our first. Right. Like our first in studio. Together. Right. I know. And I love that. So, okay, so this show for folks who are just tuning in for the first time and don't know what the fuck to expect. Oh, by the way, we say fuck, we say shit. This is an adult-themed podcast. Oh, is it? I didn't know. And I was just cursing off rip. <laughs> that's just how I am. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> we, are, we, we suggest 16-plus parental guidance. I, I don't really think I want my kids sitting there with their parents listening to this because that'd be awkward, I'm sure. But, you know, we are going to say things that might be irreverent. We're going to say things that are edgy. We're going to try to make jokes. <laughs> Is 16 plus, like, the appropriate age? Or maybe 18 like, plus. Well, I don't even think that's, like, because I have daughters. True. I know you are childless, correct? I am childless. Uh, my oldest daughter turns 19 this year. Oh, wow. My youngest daughter turns 15. But, like, I just, I remember being a kid, but I grew up in the in the mid-80s to early 90s. Mm-hmm. And I feel like us cursing isn't that really of a big... Like, my dad let me watch, like, Friday the 13th when I was, like, three. (laughs) And that fucked me up. Yeah. And I was watching a lot of stuff that I shouldn't have watched, but cursing was never a thing around my house. Like, they were just like, hey, don't do it in front of me, and don't do it in front of people. But I wonder how current parenting works in regards... Because I have TikTok, 
And kids are out there just being fucking wild as shit. Oh, I know. I see it all the time. I have a, uh, a 14-year-old brother and a 21-year-old sister. And the things that they see, like, I don't know. It, it was different from, from our upbringings for sure. But, like, yeah, my parents didn't give a shit if I cursed here and there. Uh, as long as I didn't do it at Thanksgiving dinner or in front of grandma, then we were fine. That makes sense. That makes sense. So I don't think anybody will be listening to this show at Thanksgiving dinner or in front of their grandmother. But if they are, hey, here's your warning. We are going to say things while we're here. <laughs> so plus 10 at least, depending on where you're from. <laughs> there, you, there you go. Based on your parenting style, we, we will trust that you're a good enough parent to let your child listen to this show. So one thing that I want to bring up, yeah. because you know, no one kind of knows where we're going with this, what we wanted to be. So I kind of want to throw it to you. Okay. And I want to hear your uh, vision or okay. what's it called in companies? Or My like, mission statement. Your mi- what is your mission statement for what we want to do My mission statement for this show. Hmm. To uplift, to excite, to titillate, to uh, serenade our audiences. Is my, so, is my lap on camera right now? Is your what? My lap. Uh, no. Okay, good. I just want to make sure. Th- that, that, that would be nope. embarrassing. I'm wearing very short shorts. And, <laughs> and nope. S- Both of us are from chest up, which is my best angle. Why the fuck am I wearing pants then? I know, I know right? Next time, uh, pantsless. <laughs> and then next time, I'll have full body cameras. Um, but yeah, my mission statement for the show is just entertain folks. This will be a show, a one-hour escape from the craziness of the world. Just listen to us talk shit, talk about pop culture, make jokes, talk about our personal life experiences, things that we've been through, and uh, like just what's going on. Just your normal, like I would say, drive time talk show that you would listen to, minus all the terrible bullshit that comes along with those terrestrial radio shows. Um, but yeah, and we're going to have interviews, different people, because you and I know just about every fucking person in the area <laughs> like any any big influencers and artists and 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 just people in general we know a lot of people and we yeah. plan on bringing a lot of people on that's kind of so okay so my mission statement is to actually i don't want to make anyone happy i want to talk about the shit that really pisses people off <laughs> makes everybody upset <laughs> fucking like pro abort no i'm just kidding uh Ooh. i kind of have the same idea i want to talk about things that are relevant in all facets of life not just like not just cookie cutter bullshit shit like oh my god did you watch this movie last week even important issues, I want to touch on them, but in a way that's positive or at least funny yeah. or silly. But my main goal is, and I've always wanted to do this because I don't understand why more podcasts don't. And as you said, we know so many people that are so talented, and there aren't a lot of podcasts that have like local, and it doesn't have to be like an artist in the sense of like a musician or yeah. a painter or an actor or a comedian, but like, you know. Someone that, you know, runs a restaurant or makes a hot sauce or, you know, might be a professional sex worker, like whatever, like things that are interesting. I want to have those people on and blow them up. I've always been yeah. a big fan of supporting local art and local artists. And we don't have a guest today, but my vision for today was after a little bit of time and we talk about some stuff we want to talk about, I want to interview you. Oh. Because you... Believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, we're in the presence of greatness. Okay. He has been... He was supposed to give me a sheet that said... I know. ...some of his accomplishments. I'm, I'm so bad at that. Like, I don't have it, but I know off rip and from what people have told me, he's been a giant influence in both the burlesque culture and theater culture of Central Florida for a very, very long time. And... I mean, if you have him right next to you, why not ask him some questions? That's how I feel. I am happy to answer anything you throw my way. Well, that'll probably be a little bit later. I feel yeah. like 
I don't know how we want to do it in the sense of like, are we hitting subjects? Is the guest going to come on? I always thought, you know, you talk about bullshit up front. I mean, not bullshit, but, you know, you talk about your stuff up front and then bring the guest in. Sure. And talk I think, about guest stuff. Yeah. I, like some of the shows that I've done in the past, because I've, I've done, oh, my God. I used to work for an internet radio station, and I'm, you might be listening. I know. Uh, it's it's uh, Helium Radio. It used to be called Life Improvement Radio back here in St. Pete years ago. And I helped uh, run the station for a little while, and we did an After Dark platform, and I had a, a sex talk show for six years, which did really well. Um, I'm not going to say the name of it because it's no longer online, so I don't want anybody searching through my past. But um, we had a sex podcast for a while that did great. Uh, we also had like a kind of like this sort of show where it's comedy and, and you know prank phone calls and your typical just stupid, just crazy, zany zookeeper shit wow yeah exactly like tune in today and you'll win a pair of tits like that sort of thing we did for a while did you say we could win a pair of tits they can have mine they can, they can take my tits off they can have them okay i like that can't oh that's actually well a topic we'll talk about later is cosmetic <laughs> surgery that's that's later i have an idea we'll see but anyway um but you know doing these sorts of shows it's typically like we'll talk we'll we'll chat with each other and then we'll bring in a guest and i also like integrating the guest into our normal conversation 100% too. and just really get their take on the different things that that we will be talking about for each episode so and we also want to hear from you if you're listening um we do have a gmail ooh fat guy uh, fat boys podcast at gmail.com and uh, fat p h a t yep p h a t b o y s podcast at gmail.com if you uh you can email us and you can let us know what you think and uh yeah and you can also if you're on youtube and you're watching us on youtube you can leave a comment or on facebook leave a comment uh we will be able to see it uh but yeah i mean i think that's kind of the rub on the show i think that's kind of what i want to do yeah i think i'm down awesome and we will do our best to do these as frequently as we can now brian and i are are very busy folks we do a lot of different things, so we are going to do our damnedest to make sure that we do regular shows. And if we don't, you know, our listeners can hold us accountable. Be like, you guys, get off your fucking asses and do a goddamn show, okay? I mean, ideally, I'd like to do it as much as possible. But, oh, yeah. you know, we both, like you said, super busy. And I, I, I don't know. Is there something about, especially because we don't know each other very well, mm-hmm. there's something to me that I like the idea of being in the room with you as opposed, because cool. we've, like I said, we've, we've put this off for a long time, and we thought about Zoom, and we thought about, you know, doing it that way, but since... Here I in the studio is so much better. I didn't know what kind of rapport we would have. I enjoy the idea of being here with you. Yeah, me too. And just working it out and figuring this shit out. And, you know, eventually, as we get to know each other well and know how we work, like, maybe we'll go to more Zooms. In order to do more shows, if we're busy, because you're way busier than I am, and I know that to be true. That will hopefully be changing very soon. And, and and on the same side, we could also like go on location and record this too, and do live shows at different venues. We know every venue too. I'm sure we could go hijack a brewery for a few hours. I we did that with the uh, sex show I had years ago, and we brought in porn stars to this bar. It was it was so fun. It was it was crazy. But there's a lot of things that we can do with this show and. Uh, you're listening thank you for being here for our very first one are we live uh no we're not live but mother but you know that was also a thing i was thinking too is with the capabilities that i have with video and audio we 100 percent could go live oh we have to facebook live oh yeah uh what else pornhub live no pornhub what is wrong with me there's an audience there's an audience for everything people like that shit 
Like, you know, big guy talking into Mike, breathing heavily. There's, I'm sure, a comment for that. I or just a, or walk up a tag. couple flights of stairs to make it really ASMR. Yes, I'm going to go tie my shoes and heavily breathe into the mic. <laughs> Oh, and we're also drinking tonight. So, what did you what did you put for this in this koozie for me? All right. So you are drinking a guava cart from okay. Goldenrod. Is that accurate? How good am I at this? Hold on. Let me. Let me. Yes, it is. You are. You are accurate. So the only reason I bought that, and I'm going to be honest, not that it's a bad beer. I really enjoy it. But the convenience store closest to me is selling six packs for like six bucks. That's not bad. And uh, I tend to drink. A lot, and I don't mean that. In, like I drink every day, or it's problematic. I um just I'm a very fast drinker. No matter what I'm drinking, it's one of really? the only reasons I only drink beer. Uh, I don't really drink liquor. And my wife, which you know, Shannon, mm-hmm. she thought it was bullshit for a very long time. She's like, "You don't really drink fast because we go somewhere and I'll, I'll I'll order two, no matter what we're doing." I'm like, "Hey, let me get two beers," and normally different kinds. But um, one of my partners, Amanda, shout out to Amanda, uh, got me this fucking water bottle. It's called a Hydrate. They're not a sponsor yet, but they have a fucking sensor on the bottom of them that tells you, hey, you haven't drank liquid in X amount of time. Oh, wow. And it keeps track of how much liquid you're supposed to use it for water. But one night I was like, hmm, if I put any liquid in here, it keeps track. Let me see how that goes. But every time you take a sip, when you put it down, it calibrates and tells you how much you drank. My average sip from this water bottle. Do you want to guess what it is? Now, what is the what is the ounces? Ounces. Eight ounces per sip. It's about between seven and ten ounces per sip. Wow. So that's literally if I'm drinking canned beer, that's a can of beer (laughs) per sip. That is impressive. I don't want it to be. I really don't. By the way, I don't mean this to sound like it's like gloating. Like I don't like (laughs) that it takes me. You know, 40 beers to be like, oh, I feel like I'm actually having a good time now. <laughs> like, it's fucking stupid. I hate it. You know, I've I've not had that problem. However, I am a good chugger, as Taryn, my wife, likes to say. Um, I am good at chugging beers. And I could literally knock one back. Like, whenever we go to Epcot, I go to Germany. I get two of the grapefruit beers, and I chug them back to back. To the dome? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Done. And... I'm really good at it, surprisingly. And we were trying to look for, like, chugging competitions. And I don't I don't drink beer all that much. I don't drink that much in general. Uh, of course, and my wife is a bartender in training, so lately I have been a lot more. Uh, but no, I just haven't really found the kind of alcohol that I like. But if I get drunk, I will drink anything you put in front of me. I mean, I'm kind of like that already. Like, if you just, <laughs> like, like, we're out somewhere, you're like, hey, drink this. I'll, be, I'll fucking drink okay, it. Okay, we will like, do. Yeah, no, I, and I'm pretty selective. Like, I like what you gave me, and honestly, I'm going to look into this now. Uh, but Taryn bought me some uh, grapefruit beers that are in my fridge now that I've been nursing for a little while. I, I don't even know if it's, like, that I've seen your Facebook posts or what, but I felt like you're a sour, goza, fruity kind of, I mean, I'm, 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 my posts make me seem fruity, and that is true. <laughs> that is very, very true. You know, I used to run a brewery. Shout out Dead Lizard in Orlando. Yes. Maybe might be able to do something out of a, out of there at some point. That'd um, be fun. I was their, uh, I guess, GM for a long time until COVID kind of died down and my, my quote-unquote real job came back, which I will not be talking about. Sure. <laughs> um, but I was really good at picking out what people drank just based on, like, hanging out with them or talking to them for a second. 
And yeah, I don't know. We've been we've known each other for a while, and I was like, I feel like he would really like a nice little guava. No, that's a great recommendation, and I like it, so that's good. And then I'm drinking natural light like a fucking <laughs> peasant in the streets. Well, hey, if we get a sponsor of some sort, maybe we can afford to buy a Miller Light or a Coors. It's not even that. It's just like people make fun of me all the time because I had you know, I had free access to beer for like two years. But there's something about me, again, because I drink so fast. Like, it's easy to go and spend $10 on 24 natural lights. Yeah. And then I drink three or four of those and then one good... Ten, fifteen dollar beer, whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be drinking. Treat yourself. Well, I mean, I went to I went to Harry Potter trivia with a couple Ooh. friends not that long ago. Nice. And it was an hour, and my tab was like ninety six dollars, and oh I was just God. drinking draft beer. Well, that's funny. But I drink so fast, and I, I can't. I'm not balling like that. I ain't got it like that, y'all. <laughs> I got a ball on a budget. Right? No, I I, I feel that. Like, uh, Taryn will make me, like, coconut rum drinks and, like, fruity different things. Long Islands are my kryptonite. I can have about four of those before I'm contemplating my life. It's all liquor. <laughs> I know. Because, you know, as a large man, and, you know, we both are, I need a fucking lot if I want to feel something. Wow, that was deep. <laughs> if I, if I want to feel something. No, I had... We, okay, so funny story. My birthday was a few mo- a few weeks ago, and we went to, of all invited. places, Alabama. I wasn't invited. I know. I don't want to invite anybody to Alabama. I know my parents might be listening. Alabama sucks, and they know it, too. Anyway, so my parents live in a college town in Alabama. I'm not going to say exactly where. Uh, but for my birthday, I asked uh, Taryn, my wife, to coordinate a drinking night with my parents. Because I've never done that. We have never, except for my 21st birthday, uh, I've never had an opportunity to just get wasted with my family. Can I ask you one question? Yeah. Really quick. Because I feel like you and my wife had a relationship for a little bit. Yep. We're Polly, by the way. I, yes. We, we probably, I, I figured we would get to that part I mean, of the conversation. Polly people, people are like vegans. You got, you, you got to say it eventually. You have to. Like, I don't know how <laughs> it works out. But, like, it has to happen. Because if not, people get really weirded out. And, and for me, it's like normal conversation. I'll be like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, it was... With blah, 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 and they'll be like, well, what the fuck? And I'm oh, like, yeah. listen, I'm not trying to convert anybody. I'm not trying to say that it's right or, and or wrong. That's not what we're here for. But uh, I remember that my wife did say that you weren't a big drinker when you guys were hanging out. No. So when did that change? And I mean, I know you're in the middle of a story, but I was interested in knowing that at some point. You can continue your story and then let me know when that. Yes. Okay. Yeah, can do. So, yeah, like uh, Brian did say, we are a part of the poly life, the polyamorous life. So that means, for those of you who do not know what that means, um, I'm just going to make Fuck it. Fuck them. Google it. Yeah, no, Google it. Kidding. Google it. Go check it out. Uh, Brian and I have been doing it for a really fucking long We're time. We're heathens. We, we just didn't start it last week because our relationship <laughs> is in, quote, danger. Anyway, so we'll talk about that another time. But, yeah, <laughs> I went out with my, with, my, with my family, and my drink of choice was Long Island's. And my dad was like, oh, buddy. And uh, I did not throw up. I did not get too drunk where I couldn't move because, once again, I realized I was in Alabama. I didn't want to end up in some bog with some fucking fiddle player. I don't know what they have in Alabama. (laughs) Maybe the area that I'm in wasn't so safe. I don't know. But anyway, uh, but yes, when it comes to drinking, in my early 20s, I wasn't much of a drinker at all. Um, I was a goody two-shoes for the longest time, and I didn't have very good associations with alcohol growing up with family. There's a lot of substance abuse issues in my family, so I really didn't advocate for it. But then when I became, you know, my mid-20s and life started smacking me in the fucking face, I'm like, all right, I might drink a little now. 
And Taryn and I finally started finding drinks that we liked. We were experimenting with things. And then I would find a few things that I thought were pretty good. Long Islands, sometimes you can't taste the alcohol, which was fine with me because I'm not a huge fan of the taste of alcohol sometimes. But uh, no, I found a few drinks that I like. I found a few beers that I like. And now when I want to let loose, that's, that's just what I do. I drink the most at theme parks because I fucking hate crowds. So the more I can drink at a theme park, the better so I can forget about the fucking crowds that are around me. If that makes any sense at all. That's so funny because I like live in theme parks because yep. I have to. Yep. Um, again, not going to talk about it. But I wish I could drink more. <laughs> I bet. And it, it upsets me because I, I help facilitate people's needs at theme parks. To yeah. say that as generic as possible. And uh, I'm there a lot. He's a toilet and attendant. He gives none people. None of my <laughs> friends ever are like, hey, Brian, are we? I've had one friend, one or two, that have been like, hey, take me. And we had the greatest time ever. And they bought me drinks. It was fucking awesome. Yep. When I'm there with just, you know, people, I can't. Yeah. I, gotta, I got stuff to do. Yeah. No, I, I totally feel that. I love the idea of just fucking drinking around the world and oh, having yeah. a great time. For my sister's 21st birthday, she asked if we would take her there because she knows we've done the drink around the world thing a million times at Epcot. And. And it just makes it so much better. And I will tell you another thing that I do there that I just started doing during COVID, uh, edibles. Ooh. See, I'm not, I can't, man, I like the idea of marijuana. Yeah. Like, I know a lot, I'm not going to call anybody out in particular, except for my wife, because I can. Hmm. She smokes. I have tons of friends that smoke. I have tons of family that smokes. Uh, I have severe ADHD. Yeah. And... Certain substances, like, they don't affect me the way they're supposed to. Sure. And I've gone to, like, Burning Man-like events for a very, very long time. Um, and if I fucking meet one more fucking burner slash hippie, it's like, hey, man, don't worry about, don't worry about, this is a, a certain strand of weed. Because weed makes me, it's like giving someone meth, I assume. I've never taken meth. But I get hyper as shit. And I already talk way too fucking much. And I normally don't give a shit about what I'm saying. Like, everything I say is with a purpose. Yeah. If it's a joke, if it's an offhand comment, like, I never think about it after I've said it. I'm like, it'll either land or it won't. But when I'm high, I'm speaking, like, 500% more than I normally do. And I second guess everything that comes out of my mouth. Really? And I fucking hate it. It's the only drug that I've taken that makes me second guess myself, so I won't do it. And it's weird because, like I said, every hippie on the planet will be like, oh, no, man. No, the problem is, is that uh, uh, you, you, you need a sativa. Or whatever, the opposite. You need an indica. Yeah. Uh, you're, it's, you, gotta, you want the body, but not the mind. I don't care what it is. It <laughs> could be grape every speech It I've could be heard. like Godzilla's fucking vagina. It doesn't matter. It's going to make me hyper as shit to the point where my wife uses that as not a weapon, but like a, hey, Brian's kind of tired, but I want to go out. Hey, will you out? Come on. Come on. Just hit it one time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's all fun and games still. It's me by myself at five in the morning wanting to build a house. <laughs> I totally feel that. Like, there are times where, okay, so I'll give you a story. Actually, I haven't even told you about this yet, I don't think. So yesterday was kind of a shit day for me. I started my day. Um, so as, as Brian said, and I'll elaborate more on this later, but um, I'm a theater performer, theater producer, director, and f um, we have a show that's happening this coming up weekend, and yesterday I was on TV uh, to promote the show, which was great. I saw it. It was we, awesome. We got to perform. Thank you. We got to perform on TV. Everything was fantastic. So right after that, I had to head to my, what I'm going to call my muggle job, and go to work. And on my way to work, uh, it was raining, 
And on my way to work, uh, somebody decided that they were going to slam on their brakes right in front of me. And uh, I slammed on my brakes too, but my car skidded out. Uh-oh. And uh, boom, the car in front of me. Uh, it was definitely their fault. That uh, I'm not going to get too much into the specifics in case legal is listening. But um, I, I'm fine. I'm totally fine. My car uh, had some cosmetic damage, so it's in the shop. I have a rental. Uh, I fucked my left hey, finger up. One second. One second. <laughs> What's up? In case Leo is listening, he's not fine. His back hurts. <laughs> oh, no. I think his coccyx is ripped in half. My, my. He could barely walk when I got here. All right. I got your back, kid. I got your back. <laughs> but Continue. Anyway. But anyway, so I'm, I, yes, yes, exactly what Brian said. But anyway, uh, I had such a shit day. I went home. I had to take care of all of that. I ended up working still for the rest of the day because I'm a dedicated employee. And at the end of the day, I'm like, I want to take an edible and I want to go where I love to go. When I have edibles. No, it's not Epcot or Disney. It's Kobe. The steakhouse? The hibachi grill. I've never been. You, what? What, Brian? It's weird because I fuck with Hot Pot. Oh, yeah. Like, I fuck, like, well, because of Shannon. Of course. She's getting a lot of shout outs. I know. Jeez, Shannon. It's like you're here in the room. (laughs) I mean, we've been there 20 years. It's hard not to talk. I've shared, like, literally everything I can. I know, right? But she discovered Hot Pot. I actually went first with uh, a former partner. Shout out, Melissa, uh, to a boil spot in Tampa. And Shannon eventually went with her partner, Micah. And then it's become a thing. Like, it's like a once a week. Like, she gets, like, if I, she hasn't had a hot pot in, like, a week or two, she's like, what the fuck are we doing with our lives? <laughs> like, why are we working if I just can't go have hot pot? That's, that's how Taryn and I are with Kobe. And we realized we hadn't been. We usually go once every few weeks. Now, for those of you who are not familiar, Kobe is kind of like, Benihana, where they cook all the food in front of you, and it's a hibachi grill. So, time yes. Out, yeah. out. I love that you're like, because I don't know what Kobe is, but I also don't know what Benihana is. <laughs> Benihana. So you're like, Kobe's like Benihana. It's like two <laughs> things you don't understand. And I'm like, but explain it to me, please. In layman's terms, they make the food in front of you, and you eat it, and they throw shrimp tails at your face, that sort of shit. But anyway. I would die. I'm allergic. <laughs> I don't want to go there. No wonder I've never been there. <laughs> trying to kill me (laughs) well anyway i decided okay it's been a shit day i just want to go eat until i can't feel my body anymore so then we went but i took an edible before we went and we're sitting in the restaurant and all of a sudden taryn even said it it felt like the room went and i'm sitting there trying to figure out how a fucking pair of chopsticks work for like 20 minutes and uh yeah I love the idea of a shrimp flying at you in slow motion. <laughs> Where I don't see it. It's, it's in regular motion for everybody else. But for me, I'm like, look at that. Boom, bonk. Uh, so edibles, huh? Edibles, yeah. Um, and now, now, not to make all of our audience think that I'm just this giant druggie. I'm not. Uh, I just do edibles. I do have a medical card because it is legal here in Florida uh, to have a medical card and go get the weeds when needed. I mean... If we have people listening that think you're a druggie because you're talking about edibles and smoking weed occasionally, do we want them listening? Let's be honest with ourselves. I mean, true. I mean, chances are they've if they like what we're saying, they're still listening. If not, they're like, oh, fuck these how, guys. How dare they? How dare they I was speak to, about? I was trying to listen to this on my drive to church, and uh, he started talking <laughs> about edibles and weed. So, and I was like, no, the devil's lettuce will not be around me and my children, Lord Jesus. Not on the Lord's day. <laughs> you know. That actually reminds me of a funny story. So we had a, like I said, we had a sex podcast for a while. And there's a story where our host 
because our host was very vain and still is. Uh, probably end up being a guest on here at some point. But anyway, um, was is, you got a lot of beef with the sex podcast? <laughs> I do. Like, yeah, right. You got a lot of shit to get out, huh? But they, uh, our host went to Taco Bell one night and was driving through and was listening to the show uh, on their speakers. And the person in Taco Bell was like, "Hold on a second and stuck their head out the window and goes. Oh my God, I just listened to that episode. And I'm like, holy shit, just had a random Taco Bell. Somebody had listened to our random internet podcast. So I hope that we get that famous sometime. I mean, I would like that, ideally. That be, I mean, just honestly, the idea of fame, I, this is something I'd like to ask you as a performer. Sure. Um, so I do TikTok, you do TikTok. I'm going to talk about that because <laughs> I'm going to be really honest with you. And I think I talked to you about this in like private. Yeah. I had a goal because you're a very driven, talented human being, even more talented than I in a lot of aspects. And you had a lot of, like, TikTok followers. And people tell me all the time, and I'm sure you've got the same thing, especially from your friends that aren't, like, a part of the entertainment business, were like, hey, why are you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? Like, I started TikTok, I stopped, and then multiple people were like, hey, man, just fucking make make a video a day. Make a video a day, and just do whatever you want, like your opinion or like a react or whatever. And I was like, you know what? I will. And my goal was to always try to get to where you were at. And now that goal's fucking gone, which <laughs> we'll sorry. talk about later. <laughs> but I was real fucking close. I went from like 30 people to like uh, almost 700 in like... That's a great number still. A month or two? Like not even, like not even two months? Well, my, my follower count isn't that big. I mean, I'm, I'm at like 3,100 followers now, which in the grand scheme of how TikTok works, that's like, meh, it's okay. It doesn't matter. It, well, it, we'll explain to everybody the why, what TikTok. happened. It's the grand scheme of me. I'm trying to catch up. And I was like, <laughs> I'm right there. And then just, boof. But we'll talk about that later when I interview you. <laughs> It's a little foreshadowing. That sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Um, so, you know what? That actually, maybe that's a good segue. So, we are at probably the, like, so we're still in the first half of the show. But like I said, if you want to follow us, we're going to have an Instagram. Probably by the time you're listening to the show, the Instagram will be up. Uh, Fat Boys Podcast on Instagram. P-H-A-T Boys Podcast on Instagram. Eventually, we'll have a Facebook page. We'll probably have a website eventually down the line, too. Uh, and on YouTube as well. Because uh, we're filming today. Hey, we have cameras. Yay, look at us. We're smiling. We're looking at cameras. I'm wondering uh, how many people are going to ask about my vapes. <laughs> They're colorful. You have multiple. Yeah. Well, it's, I'm surprised you haven't yet. But it's, I realize that you... So we have... For, for those not here with us, it looks like we're side by side. But I'm staring at his back. <laughs> and there's a camera in front of me and there's a camera in front of him. We're yep. not like staring we're at each other staring. longing. Like, which is what I thought. That's why I came here. <laughs> I thought we'd be at a table. <laughs> just stare at we my could like ass. feel each other's like <laughs> legs underneath and just lock eyes lovingly. Oh. But I just got, which I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm like a, my silhouette's I'm like, okay, right? I like the back. <laughs> next next show, silhouette. I will have us at the table, just sitting across from each other, just professing our intimate desire. I don't know. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, where were we going with that? Your segue. Oh, that, okay, sorry. So that's a good segue um, into if you want to go ahead and do some interview now. Why not? I mean, do you want to do the interview right now? We don't have any, uh, have we talked about any topics outside of each other? Uh, well. Well, I mean, the TikTok thing can't come up to one topic that I wanted to discuss, but sure. I can just go straight into the interview and we can finish with yeah, the TikTok. Yeah, why not? Because I have a few more things that we can append at the end as well, so the, the, right, so the show ladies, is our oyster. Ladies and gentlemen, I have before us. Master MC, oh boy, theatrical 
genius. I didn't say it. It was written in Rolling Stone. <laughs> I wish. Nathan Daughtry. Is it Daughtry? You're is close. What so is it? close. What is it? It's a lot easier than you think. Daughtry? Doherty. Doherty? Just think D-O-O-R-D. No, fuck it. I'm out. I'm like this. <laughs> you, you fucking white people, man. You make it really yeah, hard for a Puerto Rican. Like, it's oh, hard. I know. It's hard, like Daughtry. That's the singer, right? Okay. Have I've, you spell I've, it the same way? No. Uh, ours has, his is missing a few letters that mine that has. motherfucker I lied have... to me. I called him before I came here. I was like, <laughs> I think I'm hanging out with your cousin today. Yeah, he's a fucking, he's, he's a loser. No, one time I went to, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. He doesn't have a career or anything. He's not a loser, all right? Don't uh, listen to him. He's great. He's, he's nice. No, so one time, this is a Chris Daughtry story. One time I was going through one of those places where you can just drive through and get your oil changed, right? So I'm just driving. I'm in my car, and it, the oil change is over. I give him my my debit card to you know pay for it, and the fucking guy grabs my debit card. He looks at me and he goes, "Daughtry, huh?" And I went, "Ha ha." He goes, "Put on a bit of weight." And I'm like, "The <laughs> fuck are you doing, you bitch? Change my oil, you fuck." Oh and I'm like, man. Jesus Christ! As I sped away in my my Buick Century. <laughs> my ninety-five-year-old grandmother car. You got fat shamed at an oil place. I did. Of all the places in the world, I got fat shamed at an oil change place Jesus because I was Christ. fatter than Chris Daughtry. Oy vey! <laughs> <laughs> See, that's that's the struggle. That as a performer, and I can elaborate on this a little bit more too. But I have been told the most vicious shit. I've been doing musical theater for twenty years, and typically when you finish a show. You walk into the lobby, you shake hands with people, say thanks for coming. People have said the most vicious, fat, shamey bullshit to me over these last years to the point where. Tim, can I guess? Can I guess a couple? Go for it. As a as a bigger guy, go for it. Um, I didn't think a guy your size could move around like that. Yes, that is that is one of the biggest ones that I get. Was but they say it kind of in a positive way. They're like, "You move really well for a big guy." I'm like, what were you expecting me to walk around like, I'm a fat motherfucker. Like, no. That's not, Slow that's motion stomps like the state of marshmallow man. Three, five, four. Hold on. Let me get, I, think I, I think I have another one. Okay. I didn't think um, I'd be attracted to someone your size. But when I heard you sing, did that, they just did that, love did that ever happen? Did that ever uh, happen? No. But that like bull, I call bullshit. I did, however, one time I was doing a production of Sweeney Todd. I wasn't playing Sweeney. I was playing uh, the Beetle, which is this evil side character of the. Judge. I've never seen that. Never seen Sweeney Todd. Oh nope. my god! Uh, I wasn't. That was a show that was never on my radar. And then I was cast. I'm like, fuck it. But anyway, I was doing the show, and um, we do the little handshake thing after. And some girl comes up to me and she goes, and she says it nice and loudly in the middle of the lobby. Oh my God, Nathan, I've matched with you on Tinder. <laughs> now, this was very early into the poly life that I was Ooh, getting into. Were you still in the quote unquote poly no. closet? It, yeah, and in some cases I still am, so oops. But no, the the person just said it out loud, and a few people like castmates were looking around like, I'm sorry, fucking what? And I was like, oh, okay, okay. And they asked me, they're like, no, it's probably somebody else who looks like me. And I thought, no, it. Definitely wasn't, because they're probably like, no one else looks like you, motherfucker. <laughs> There's no one around here that looks like you. Man, I wish I could say that. I, I wonder if I could show a picture to the camera. I get you look like X person a lot. Oh, really? Like, Do you have like a time. number one? That's it's, like It's never f anyone famous. I think the one famous person I got was 
Adam Richman from Man vs. Food, which, you know, <laughs> we don't look anything alike. It's normally someone's fat Spanish friend. He's like, oh, you look like... They're like, you look like the kid from... No, no, no. That but there right. is a lawyer, uh, Party and Rodriguez, that in, are in this area. I'm going to try to show this picture. I don't know if you'll be able to get it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. You I've see seen him? the billboards. Now, look at me. Now, look at him. We don't look anything the no. fuck alike. No, that is, that is racist almost. He's just a fat Spanish dude. I am a handsome. I'm not saying he's not handsome. <laughs> I don't want to get sued. You guys are their, your own level of handsome. Are you fucking kidding me right now? Why do you guys do this to me? I don't like it. Okay, do you want to know who I've gotten? They've been like, oh, you look like John Candy. Ooh, you look like Chris Farley, which usually I'm okay with. I'm like, before or after he died. Um, and then I've gotten, oh God, who else? Basically any fat, dead comedian. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're like, are you fat? Have you died? You Nathan, you look like him. Like, what the fuck, oh, dude? Yeah, Sam Kinison! Like, no, that's not me. All right, listen, we're supposed to be interviewing you right now. All right, yes, yeah, so go back to the You've interview. You've already yes. told me you started 20 years ago. Yeah, started doing musicals about 20 years ago. How did you get into burlesque? Burlesque? Oh, fun. So, um, I don't do burlesque, even though, like, my mic here is a boa and all that shit. I don't do burlesque. I actually produce burlesque shows. Um, about seven, oh my God, seven years ago. Can you explain what that means while you're, while you're telling us? Like, what does producer burlesque sure. show mean? So about seven years ago, my, my really close friend, her name is Maven Misbehaven. That's her stage name. That's a shout out. Shout out to Maven Misbehaven. Uh, she was looking for somebody to help her put together live band burlesque shows where the burlesque performer dances with the live band playing. And I'm like, hello, been doing that for years. I can make a band for that. So we did a live band show. I fell in love with the burlesque community, and I thought, okay, I want to create these burlesque shows now. So Maven and I produced shows together for about six years, uh, and two of those years were during fucking COVID times. And so we did a lot of virtual shows too, but you know, we kept producing them at different local venues and including the live band, sometimes not with the live band. Uh, we used to do circus burlesque shows, a bunch of stuff. Uh, recently, Maven got a amazing opportunity to go perform professionally in Las Vegas. So she left and went to Vegas, and now I'm still here producing burlesque shows under my own uh, new umbrella. And we actually have a show this coming up Saturday night at the Palladium Theater in downtown St. Pete. And uh, But yeah, I've been in uh, the burlesque Ooh. community around here is amazing. That was a smooth plug, buddy. It was. I'm just throwing that out there. I that know. was a smooth plug. Yeah. Uh, and actually, if you do like podcasts, I do have another podcast. It's called Talk and Tassels, and that's a it's a burlesque talk show. So we where we talk to burlesque performers about their careers and all that. And we are on. I think we just did our thirty second episode. So way a lot to of go. Those. Yeah, but uh, no, it's it, the burlesque community is amazing, and um, I'm actually starting to transition to do more burlesque stuff and live music stuff. Um, I just recently got to play my bucket list theater role in uh, Mel Brooks's producers, and I got to play Max Bialystok. That was my number one role. You son I, of a bitch. That I always you wanted just, to do. And I'm like... so ahead of my questions. Yeah. <laughs> you're so ahead of my questions. <laughs> it's like I've done this before. It's interesting. It's like we're, uh, we're both ramblers yeah. in the best way possible. So we thought, why in not have a sense, podcast? In the sense where like everything you're saying segues into the other thing you're saying. And I love that. So what was but the question? you're really was... fucking me right now when I have to <laughs> so, ask you questions. All right, so ask it again, and I'll pretend like I haven't answered it. I refuse. Okay. Now, I will say, I love that role for you. Yeah. And I would have killed to play opposite of you. Oh, that would have been fun. 
because Matthew Broderick in that role is one of my favorite characters. Oh, Leo Bloom. Yep. Oh, Le- oh. So fucking good. Love that show. I'm, I'm, I, I've been dying to do it. I was definitely 10 years too young, but I, I just had to have the opportunity. It was at my home theater in, in Clearwater, and I just I, I got to do it, and I thought, you know what? I've reached my high point. I'm going to leave while I'm high. Well, not high, but <laughs> I was never high on stage there. I will, however, be back at some point. I don't know if that's going to be another How many question. shows do you – how many – oh, wait. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. So musical theater, I assume, started in school? Yep. I, was, I got into theater uh, when I was in middle school, and I did a few shows there and then went to high school and kept doing shows there. And then I thought, hey, let's do this professionally. So were I did. You, were you stationary in your growing up? Like, did you move a lot, or were you kind of like... In my there? early years, yeah. Like, when I was probably up until sixth grade, uh, my stepfather was in the military, so we moved fucking everywhere. And then we, we stationed back in Florida. I moved in with my uh, father and just stayed. Did not go anywhere else. So born and mostly raised here in the Tampa Bay area of Florida. That's awesome. Um, I don't have that luxury. And my mom hate. I, just, I recently found out. I made a post. It was something semi-serious. And my mom was like, my dad. Because my mom is like the sweetest human on the planet. But she will never tell me when I upset her. Oh, really? And it's kind of frustrating. Because I don't know that I'm upsetting her. And she was like, my dad told me, your mom was like, hey, you know, when you talk about moving around so much, your mom doesn't like it. And I had to call my mom and be like, hey, you know, that's not like an insult to you or it's just, it's how I grew up. I can't hide that. I went to like 14 different schools Oh wow! in 12 to 13 years of schooling. Jeez. Uh, I lived in different countries and different cities. And part of me... It made me the way I am. Like, I'm not a stranger. You drop me fucking anywhere and I'll talk to anybody. So I was, I was always a new kid and I felt like you have two options. Shut the fuck up and just make it through the year till you move again. Or do the opposite because that's how I am. I'm not going to be quiet. I'm going to be the class clown, like blah, 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 sure. blah, blah. Uh, and I've made lots of friends and whatever, but I never got that stability that I wish I had to do stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm very, uh, I don't, <sighs> jealous isn't the right word, but happy that you got to do it, especially with the, the beginning that you got in regards yeah. to moving so much. And then when did you decide to, like, start doing it and how? For a lot of people, I don't, like, I, I've, I'm pretty musical. I hosted karaoke and I've been shows for, like, 15 years. But I've never realized how to go about trying out to do something on a stage. Like, sure. how does one do that? Sure. So when I was in high school, um, I knew some friends who'd done, who, who were doing community theater shows. And I'm like, okay, I'll audition for one. So I auditioned for one at a local theater, and I ended up getting the one of the lead characters. This was, like, right fresh out of high school. Makes sense. And You're a badass. We did uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels based on the movie with Michael Caine and Steve, uh, Steve Martin from back in the day. They did it on Broadway, and I got cast as the Steve Martin character. And I'm like, oh, I love this. I want to do this forever, and I want to do it at this theater. So I am now on my... Twelfth uh, year at the same theater. Did you look at your watch. I did for no are reason. Even, are you even wearing a watch? I am. I'm wearing an Apple Watch. Okay, I'm not, and I would have done the same thing. But I love that you did that. And I, I can't. Did. I can't see you out of <laughs> out of, of fear theatricality. I did it. Um, but anyway. Uh, oh, by the way, side note. Yesterday I sneezed while I was at work. I know I should talk about this on a podcast. But anyway, I sneezed and I said, "Ah, sh- Jesus Christ." But I had moved my arm in a way that activated my Apple Watch. And it goes, oh, okay. And then it showed me a picture of Jesus. 
And I'm like, I don't need Jesus on my wrist when I sneeze. Ugh. I mean, oh, man, there's so many dirty things I can say about having Jesus on your wrist right now <laughs> yeah. that I, I refuse Jesus, to. get off. <laughs> I no, feel but, like we need to do a slow build to all that nasty shit. Yeah, that'll be on episode three or four. But anyway, so, um, yeah, so I auditioned for the show, and then I continued doing show after show after show after show. And I've gotten to do so many of my dream roles. And uh, But, yeah, I finally got this one, and then um, I decided that I was going to take a theatrical retirement for a while. Um, I have one more coming up, and it'll be in May of next year. Uh, I was cast in this role back in uh, March of 2020 when COVID was about to go fucking crazy. We canceled it, but it will be Beauty and the Beast. And you're playing Beauty, right? Uh, yes, I'm playing Belle. Um, it will be a very avant-garde version of the show. I like that idea. Um, yeah, it's going to be great. And we've, we found the smallest person on the planet to play the Beast. <laughs> the smallest. You know, I, I, at, there was a time, this is a, a segue, I met the smallest person on the planet. <laughs> oh, really? He, um, well, one of the, I'm sorry, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what time period it was, but do you remember the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Yep. The man that played the All Oompa of Loompas? the Oompa yeah. I met him at a B4 Brady's in Davenport. <laughs> True story. Okay, what did he order? Um, I don't think he ordered, I don't, I don't remember, to be honest with you. I mean, I feel like I, he ordered 75 chicken wings. <laughs> Three cheeseburgers and seven pitchers of beer and ate them by himself. It was that, incredible. You know, impressive. That's a, hey, editor, can we edit like the part where I didn't know what he ordered out? Thank you. <laughs> I am the editor. I am the... Fuck. Yeah, sorry. As is. <laughs> as is. We'll pretend like you knew. No, that's fun. That's interesting. Um, it, was, it was weird. Because we were all like, wait, is it him? And then we we're like, it has to be. Could you imagine being wasted out of your fucking mind at a Beef O'Brady's and you're like... You look up from the table after you've been hunched over, and the first thing that you see, and you're like, is that the guy who was all the fucking Oompa Loompas? <laughs> what do you do when you've ate all your wings? <laughs> you're pretty drunk, and you're looking at things. <laughs> all of a sudden, there's this guy at this bar. Is, is it too far to ask? I don't like the sound of it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm glad we. I'm glad we. I'm, I'm glad we did that just now. So you're playing the beast. Yep, I'm playing the beast right in now. May of next year. That's yeah. gonna be fucking awesome. Now, I have a question in regards to the music of that. Will yeah. you be doing the live? Like, I don't know if I. I am a very newbie kind of Broadway person. Like, sure. I love musicals. Yeah. Like, I fucking fuck with musicals. I just, I'm a very busy person, so I can't sit and watch like shit that I want to watch. There are so many musicals I have like Rent. Yeah, I worked at a gay bar for 15 years. I've never seen Rent because I hosted karaoke and I was like, I've heard it. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. um, but like the songs from the, is it going to be all the songs from the Disney movie or like live and Disney like put together kind of? Good question. Because so, the Beast has the best song, I, in my opinion, in that live action movie. I love his song. Oh, the, the new. Okay, so funny enough that the it's, I think it's called Evermore or something like that. I don't I don't know. But that is not in the Broadway production that we are doing. Uh, the the version that we're doing was the original Broadway production from I believe ninety six ninety seven on Broadway, and um, yeah that that song is not in it. A lot of the songs in the movie are. Uh, but the Beast has his If I Can't Love Her or Have Her. I don't even know. I haven't looked at much of it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, I, I will learn it. I don't know if you know this, but I, I just got this. I didn't even get a fucking, I didn't have to audition. Uh, no. I, I don't know why I'm doing this for your voice because you sound nothing like this. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but like, I just like the, the um, audition. 
who the fuck do you think you're talking to right now? Yeah, right. No, I did audition, and like, and it's even like I've done a million shows at this theater, and I and I know some theater friends are probably going to be listening to this nepotism, right? I don't <laughs> get like special treatment. I mean, maybe every once in a while. You shouldn't. That makes but sense. When I go to auditions, I still fucking hate them. I auditions are the biggest pain in my ass. Because I fucking hate like not knowing, and then the waiting period after you audition, and then have to wait for four fucking days before they make a decision. I hate it. So from now on, I'm like, if you want me in your show, I'll send a fucking video. I don't care if I'm in it or not. If you want to put me in, great. I don't want to go to your cattle call audition where I'm looking around at everybody going, that person probably is better than me. That person's probably better than me. And I'm just pulling myself down the entire Man, fucking I feel time. Like, I feel like there's a lot to dissect here because from my and I've watched a lot of people sing I mean I did it like literally for a living and yeah. you know not of the caliber that you have because you've worked with real singers I've just watched the common man sing for a very long time yeah and every once in a while you get someone you're like why the fuck are you not doing something now you yeah. as a friend and I mean this wholeheartedly uh, I've always shared your videos or shared your you know shows that are coming up sure not because I think you're good you are, but because I was like, this is my boy, and then when I finally watched one, I was like, what the fuck? This dude can fucking, like, he's, he can do it. Like, you, you got it. I'm glad I got it. Kid, the, you got it. Like, br- yeah, going straight to the top, kid. Yeah, no, that's, and, and, I, and I appreciate it. Yeah? We're, we're going appreciate to, that. That Nathan Daughtry, or Doherty kid, is going to be, going to be great. He's going to be great. I'm telling you. <laughs> he's going some, he's going places and show business. All right, so we got to talk about the thing. Okay. The thing. As oh we said earlier, we alluded to me trying <laughs> to catch him on TikTok. And we've both Good had, luck. We've both had TikToks that have, like, gone up, gone down, like, you know, thousands of hits, non-thousands. My first tick, one of my first TikToks hit about 10K, and then it got hit because I was driving. Nice. And it got pulled. Oh, no. But it was doing, like, it, it, it was really weird because it's, if you TikTok... There's a weird drug-like quality to it when you just notice one of your videos is just getting hit out. Like, and I didn't expect that. That's not a con- that wasn't a concern of mine. It wasn't a want. But when I noticed, I was like, oh, God, this was like 80 views five minutes ago, and I was at 2,000. Oh, my God, it was at 2,000 views 30 seconds ago, and I was at 8,000. Like, it, like, it fucking pumps you up. You're like, oh, oh my yeah. God, what the fuck? And then my first viral, quote-unquote, TikTok got pulled. <laughs> And I've never been able to replicate it. Oh, God. But this beautiful fucking human (laughs) had one of the simplest but brilliant comedic ideas. And we'll put a link for the TikTok and all the things. I don't know if you can show it or I don't know. I'll I'll pull it up. And if people, I'll I'll put it up to the mic because it's very much an audio thing. You want me to give the story behind it? Oh, no, no. I'd like you to, (laughs) this is even really vague. They can just fucking beg for it. No, show it, of course. All right, so we talked about, I was on my way to Alabama uh, to visit my parents for my birthday a few weeks ago, and there's this stretch of highway on, on 75 North in Florida, near Gainesville, and there's a rest stop, and right after the rest stop, and I've gone past this route a million times to go visit my family, and every time I notice that there's this strip of, of road that has about 45 no parking signs on the side of the road, I come to find out it's because uh, semi-trailers uh, would pull over there. They didn't want people doing that. Anyway, so I thought it would be hilarious to make a quick, stupid little fucking TikTok video 
of me noticing every single one of the no parking signs as they were coming by and singing them as they went by. And it sounds something kind of like this. No parking, 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 no parking. It's annoying as fuck. But anyway, it goes on for like another 25 seconds of me just singing. I'll put it on the, where's my camera? There's my camera. It's here on TikTok. You can see all the no parking signs. And I'm like, oh, this will be funny. This will get 300, maybe 400 views, whatever. I'll get a couple ha-ha chuckles. Oh, I know that area. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. How many how many views does it have oh, as Jesus of right now? Christ. Uh, let's see. Right now, if I look at my view count, <laughs> I, I saw it earlier. I'm up to 2.7 million views, uh, 415.8 thousand likes. <laughs> Flex on them. <laughs> 500, uh, excuse me, 5,779 comments, 10,000 people shared it, and 10,000 people stated it as a favorite. Now, do you know how many followers you had before you posted that video? Yes, I had about. 1,005. So I had just gotten over the 1,000 follower threshold. Now I'm at uh, 3,069. Ah, 69! Nice! Um, <laughs> that was good. That was uh, There you go. That's synergy that we needed. And I was so, like, it didn't start hitting until about maybe two hours after I posted it. And we were still on the road uh, heading to Alabama. And I told Taryn, I'm like, oh my god, I'm at 5,000 views for this video. Holy shit. And she's like, oh, it's going to take off. I'm like, okay, probably. I put my phone down. I took over driving for about four hours. Didn't touch my phone. As soon as I got out of the man, car. You have four- so, I just want to, you are a man of power. Yeah. And strength. I would have been driving and been like, look at this. <laughs> look at it. Oh, I'm typically. Ah! No, no. I'm I, really bad at that. I am I'm typically, so bad, I'm typically a fucking bad person for texting and driving. But when I'm in the car with my wife, she's like, you put your fucking phone down. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to fight with her on this. My wife's the same way, and it sucks, because I drive to Orlando almost every day. Oh, yeah. So I drive about 180 miles a day, and I just put YouTube on. Like, I don't watch it, sure. but I put YouTube videos. Like, I'm just, like, literally just listening. Oh, yeah. Quote, unquote, listening. So we, we, I, I was driving for four hours. We pull into my parents' house. We unload everything. I open up TikTok, and it's at about 100,000 views at that point. And I was like, holy shit, this is the biggest one I've ever had. I had one other video that I posted like a year ago at a car wash where there was a... The bus, right? Yeah. Well, no, there was a yellow light that just kept saying, relax, 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 relax. And so I kind of like the no parking thing. I just went, relax, 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 just to kind of like fuck with people. And that got like 50,000 views or whatever. And that was my most viral one that I had. So throughout that entire couple days after I posted this fucking no parking video, it just kept going and growing. And then uh, the next day, it hit a million views. And I'm with my parents, and I'm like, holy shit, what, what happened? You said, fuck you guys. I said, Listen, I'm out of here. I made it. Do you know I'm who you're a- talking to right now? Yeah. What's your, it's Burley Nathan, right? It's, yeah, at Burley Nathan. At Burley Nathan. You, I'm, you were fucking Burley, you're at, with, at Burley, I fucking got over a million views. Who the fuck are you to talk to me about anything right yeah, now? Right? I gotta like, go. I'm so fucking important. He left I his mean, wife, he, it's, it's crazy, he started this podcast, he's just, he's out of control, guys. We have to stop. <laughs> I need to pull back. No, he's no. one of the coolest dudes, go ahead. But, so like, I just, it was interesting for me because... For my day job, I am a, a marketing director for a local organization, and I'm looking at this TikTok, and I'm I'm fucking boggled because something so dumb was so popular, and it still is. I still get 
probably three to four thousand notifications on my phone a day. So I have a question from this that is, video. This is my question. This yeah. is like the biggest question I had. You, an artist, someone that has put so much into so many things, and I know that you've had TikToks that you've put, just like I have, that I put my heart and soul into. And I'm like, seven people watch this? Does it bother you? Are you okay with it? Uh, Is it a mix of both? Like, be super honest with your fans right now. It is is a fucking mix of both. Like, I even made a comment. This is is, is a TikTok for you. I made a comment in the video, uh, in the comment thread that said, hey, guys, didn't expect this to blow up. But also understand, I'm still a marketing and music professional. Look at my other videos, please. And one guy went, no, this is enough. <laughs> <laughs> that guy gets a free $50 gift card from Amazon. Yeah. From someone, not us. Okay, but from I'm going to mail 30 dildos to his house. But no, he was like, they were like, no, this is it. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, I saw your follow-up, and your follow-up was you talking to yourself. Oh, and you know, if you follow him and you can check out his shit's awesome. Yeah, go go take a look at it. And I and I throw a few like I got a couple more that kind of did okay. And like with me on TikTok, it's not like my face. I don't always put in every single one of them because I like to film things that I'm seeing while I'm out in the wild. So like when we went to go see uh, fucking what was it? Kite Tales at Animal Kingdom. I had to film it because of how batshit that thing is. And like anytime I see anything funny happening, I, I like to video it and make commentary. And if a few people chuckle and, and laugh a bit, then I've done my job. But this fucking TikTok is throwing my algorithm off. It said that um, the combined view time of my video is about 15,000 hours. That people have watched my stupid fucking no parking video for 15,000 hours. That's at least eight days. <laughs> at least. At le- I mean, minimum. <laughs> Maybe nine. I'm not great at math, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> math. I math ain't that's... my strong suit. Neither is TikTok Get fucking apparently. Get the fuck out of here. 15,000. That's amazing. 15,000 you know hours that somebody listened to my shrill voice. Even someone that I said I was chasing you mm-hmm. to get there. And, you know, I probably never will now because you're fucking famous. But you never know. You never know. You one of the first things I did, and I was like, dude, this is sick. And, <laughs> and that's when I admitted. I was like, I was trying to get to you because of how popular you are. And I just want to see if I could hang with someone as, oh my you know, God. as I am not as you. That, that, to that me. pedestal that I'm on right now, Brian, to it's going to be well, tough to get me saying, off. To me. To, I mean. Wait, what? <laughs> me with a good time. <laughs> but I wish you. I have this weird thing. And I think it kind of comes back to, like, compersion almost, mm-hmm. which uh, that's a poly term we'll talk about at some point in time. Probably. I like watching people fucking succeed. Me too. I don't have that hater bone in my body. Like, people have it like, oh, my God, did you watch this stupid thing that went? I'm like, well, fuck it, dude. Like, why not? Like, when that guy, um, the fucking Mexican skateboarder with uh, Dream by Fleetwood Mac. Oh, that yeah. That got huge, and people were just like, wow, well, he didn't even do shit. I'm like, no, dude, fuck that, man. Dude, he made his, he made somebody it, smile. He made people happy. And it changed his life. I'd rather have people like that than celebrities who try to fucking do dumb shit to make themselves look good. I'd rather watch this this nice-hearted guy on a skateboard drinking fucking cranberry juice listening to Fleetwood Mac. Come on. What's wrong with that? I agree. Like, my goal with TikTok is I don't want to be famous. Yeah. Like, I think fame is something that Americans cherish. Yeah. That is just, like, they do not understand. I work with famous people. Yeah. I have I have friends that are very... I've had parties with very, very famous people. 
And the, like, well, the common American doesn't understand that kind of pressure. Like not being able to like, uh, I can't tell who this story is about. Yeah. But they were in a prominent film and series of films about young wizards. And we got really fucked up at a hotel one time. And we had met that night, and they wanted to come down. And there was, like, a, a segregation of, there was a, the pool, the regular pool at the hotel. Half the pool was for a private party. Half the pool was, uh, you know, guests. We had tickets to the private party, but you couldn't bring your cooler down to the private party side. So I was like, why don't we just bring our cooler down, set it up, and then we can walk back and forth Kind of like that scene uh, by Dave Chappelle and Robin Hood Men of Types. Yep. I'm on the east side. I'm on the west side. Like, I was like, there's, there's no one here saying we can't do this. And this person really wanted to swim with us. But they were like, I can't. I don't have a bathing suit. If I get down into my underwear, it'll be all over every website on the fucking planet. And I was like, that is fucking tragic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, my idea of fame is I want to be just famous enough to where if like, I meet someone at a gas station, they get excited to meet me, and it doesn't really matter outside of that. And I'm just like, oh, hey, what's up, man? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Up, I don't want to fucking, like, rule the world. Like, just the idea of, like, my presence making someone's day better. Yeah, there you go. That I didn't know is, like, idyllic to me. That's just how I feel about it. No, I love that. And I, I feel the same way, too. And I've had that happen before because, you know, our area is very full of like boomers and retirees and all that sort of stuff. And most of them are the ones that come see our shows. So like, uh, you know, and whenever we do a show, we do probably like 13 or 14 performances. So a few thousand people see each show. And then you add that up by as many shows as I've done. A few people have seen me. And so there was a time once when I was at a CVS buying milk. I don't know why I was buying milk at a CVS. But anyway, I was You got the best milk. I was there buying some probably outdated milk. And I'm just standing in the checkout line, and this man puts his arm on me and goes, Hey, Nathan. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. And he's like, Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to startle you. I just saw you in whatever show I was in. And I'm like, I'm just trying to buy milk. <laughs> like, like, and it, it was nice to see the person like recognize me, and like my body type is not easy to miss. Nathan immediately called for his publicist. Was like, get this fucking peasant yeah. away from me. Get this fucking guy. Who do you think I? You molesting think I got, me. You think I got time to just <laughs> yeah. fucking hang out with you? I'm trying to buy milk. I'm trying to buy right? milk at get CVS. The fuck away from me. <laughs> I need to buy my eight dollar gallon of milk from I, CVS. Man, I wish we were those kind of people. Does he? <laughs> Like, that kind of disassociation has to be so much fun because you don't even know you're doing it. Like, I I can't believe there are people that are just like, you don't know who I am that realize that they're doing it. It just has to be like... I I can't. I can't live that kind of life. Like... No, I mean, of course you couldn't, but it'd be funny if you did. (laughs) You know, it'd be great if you did. The money... Wouldn't be bad, but like I don't, I I don't want my entire life out there. And then there's a lot of reasons why. Like a lot of people in my life don't. I, I'm a very private person. For being in the public eye, kind of as much as I am, I do like to keep things private. As I'm on a podcast, so I have a question about, about my that. stuff. Yeah, go for it. When I said poly stuff earlier, yeah. And then it was mentioned, and you said, well, I guess I'm out now. I didn't out you publicly, did I? No, I no, 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 no. So we're of this... I've been worried about it this entire fucking time. <laughs> you could it's, fucking crush... Listen, I have all the computers... in my butt cheeks right now. I have 
both computers running, and I did not pause anything when you said that, and I would have cut it out if I meant to. No, the, the situation is, if people ask us about it or they ask me about my lifestyle, I will absolutely tell them. I'm not, a, I'm not ashamed of the things that we do. Everything we do is legal. I can do whatever I want. I, you know, it, for a while it was like I didn't want to tell my family. My family does know, uh, you know. I, the, the do prob- they understand, though? Uh, I don't know. Mine, mine know, and I know they don't. Oh my like, god! For a fact, I know they don't. Can you? Can I? I need to tell you this this story. Because like, let me before you go, go into yeah, the story again. Do it. Because for me, it was just really easy, and I don't want to say. I, man, I kind of want to say shit that's probably gonna throw some people in my family under the bus, but I'm not gonna use my family. I'm gonna use friends. Sure. Like I know so many friends that have cheated on so many people uh-huh. over and over and over, and I've just never. I've never. I've never been that guy, and. When I learned about this, and this was, I'm, I'm talking like 10, 15 years ago. Now everyone in your mother's poly, like, it seems that way. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's kind of crazy. Uh, I was like, well, this makes a lot of fucking sense. Uh, but the problem is, like, that, like everything else, there's stigmas to, like, there's swinging and there's people trying to convert you. And, like, yeah. I tried to explain it to my parents because I've been with my wife for going on 19 years. And we've been engaged since 2009. <laughs> We're still not married. Like, but you can go on YouTube and look up Megacon 09 proposal, and it's me proposing to her in front of, like, an entire convention. Yep. We're still not fucking married, and I want a wedding. I want a wedding, goddammit, Nathan. I want a wedding so we'll, bad. We will, make, we will make the wedding happen. But. I know, or we'll make it happen. <laughs> it's always been weird for me, and I assume it's like that for certain aspects of different lifestyles, where it's just like, I was one of the ones where it's like, I don't give a fuck what people think. Yeah. But I never want to be the guy that assumes everyone is kind of like, oh, they're the same way that I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why it worried me for so long. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's, it's tough to talk about. And, like, we told my parents. They, they were like, okay, you know, just don't do anything dumb. I'm like, eh, of course not. We're, you know, because the thing is we didn't outwardly tell them. And then they started putting two and two together. They were seeing us on Facebook with different people. And they, we looked a little comfy. And my dad kind of called it out. And I'm like, all right, yeah, we'll talk. We'll, we'll chat. I'll tell you anything you want to know. Um, well, for the most part. <laughs> like, yeah, do you feel like, hey, uh, hey, Nathan, I just have a question. Why do you have so much beautiful women around <laughs> yeah. you? I'm like, how like, can I do that? Can, can, <laughs> you, can you hook me up with some bitches? Can you hook me up with some bitches, mate? See, I was trying to be sweet. <laughs> your dad. You, took, you took it there. I you said it like it my there. dad would say. My dad, well, my dad was like, so, who's that side piece? I'm like, oh, Jesus. Dude, Christ. my dad's the worst. Like, I literally called, my mom called me for the first time in like a week today. And my dad was on speakerphone. And he's like, hey, ask me what I've been doing today. And I was like, what have you been doing today? He's like, playing with your mom. And I was like, why? 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 I was like, I don't want to. And she's like, he hasn't. He had, because my mom is like, she's like five foot one. She's like a fucking angel. And you guys will learn more about my lives as it goes on and as this show goes on. Yeah. I don't want to hit you all with fucking like... <laughs> haymakers off rip but my mom is very important to me and is an, one of the most incredible and strongest women i know and she's just very meek in certain aspects yeah and it's my dad's a filthy fucking human being <laughs> like he's a filthy i love him to death but like i could probably draw parts of my mother that i would never wish to draw based on the shit he just calls and tells me randomly sometimes <laughs> That it's is, absurd. That is a lever of comfortability that I'm kind of glad I'm not at with my dad. I wonder if that's a that's a cultural thing. Probably. But I don't think it is. I really don't. I don't have Puerto Rican friends who are like, yeah, my dad tells me when 
when his mom, when when my mom does this and this or that, I'm not going to get into it right now because it's the first episode. But I'm like, does your does your dad do this to you guys? They're like, no. And then my wife friends are like, no, fuck no. We don't have my as, as far as I'm concerned, the last time my parents had sex was when I was born. <laughs> yeah, like, was to make me. So it's very very weird. Yeah. But I kind of love it at the same time. Like I love that my parents are these weird, just sexual beings that like I hate that part of it but like you know Thanks, what I mean I like it. it's something like they've been together fucking like since 1981 you know what I mean like 41 years and they're still being weirdos and I love it that's that's the goal I just I don't want to hear about it you know and, and, and like I, I know my parents trust us and they trust what we want to do because you know Taryn and I got together I was Taryn's very first boyfriend out of high school and she had never dated anybody else besides me what yeah, I was I was it, and I had only what? had three other girlfriends before Taryn throughout all, throughout high school, and so we got together. And then about five or six years in, she just said, "Listen, you know, I love you to death. I'm gonna be with you forever. That's not the the problem here. I've just never been with anybody else. And you know, there's other parts of Taryn's personality that I'm not going to out on the show unless she gives consent. But like, we had this talk about it. We came together and we made it work. And now we've been in the poly life for almost eight years ourselves." But anyway, so when but to to end this poly story at least, um, when we were leaving Alabama the night before we left, we were all watching TV in the living room, and my uh, my stepmother, uh, who's basically my real mother, she loves watching trash TV. Like that is her guilty pleasure. We watched so many trash TV. How trashy we talk? Like let's give me some give me some deets. Just. I, I don't know the names of any of these shows, but it's every shitty TLC show about every shitty... The Real Housewives of Mordor. Something <laughs> bullshitty like that. But there was a very rather targeted TV show that happened to be on while we were all in the living room together. And Taryn thinks it was a subtle, like, hilarious jab. Not jab, but, like, hilarious push to us. It was fucking Sister Wives. And... Not the same thing, y'all. We don't have many conversations with my parents when we visit them about our lifestyle, and mostly because kind of right now, Taryn and I are in like a slow down of it, and because we don't have any other partners, and, and you know, we're not really fully Well, shit, that's the only reason I'm here, so that, to, <laughs> to, to audition. <laughs> make it with both of you. I got to go, guys. It's been nice. See I'll ya. Talk to you later. But like, we thought it was hilarious, and Taryn's like, do you think she had that on as a joke for us? I'm like, Maybe. Or she just likes that fucking show. And I think I'm going to lean more towards that. But no, they, they're supportive of everything that I do. And, and, I'm, and I'm happy to have them. But when it comes to being outwardly about it, like, I don't scream it from the rooftops. I work as a theater director and producer and all that sort of stuff. Theater. So there's a lot of stigma around theater producers and directors and people of influence using sex and, like, being with people to get roles and things. And, like, I don't like that. And I don't want to be known as, oh, Nathan's out fucking everybody, you know, to give them parts and show. I so don't want that. Now we know how you got the beast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. If and it, honestly, like, <laughs> even if I didn't know you that well, the fact that you use consent. Yeah, like, it's huge. Consent is key, y'all. Like, it's, oh, yeah. And it's the fucking simplest thing to do. I am a, I'm a pervert. And I'm mom, dad, I don't know if you know this or not. <laughs> like, I literally... If I'm super sad, I'll go on my pages and be like, hey, man, there's only three things that will make me feel better. Foods, booze, or nudes. I want to see everyone naked. And it's not a sexual <laughs> thing. Yeah. It's not a sexual thing. But when it comes to my partners, I tend to be very demisexual. 
And that's a weird disconnect because people are like, you're the guy that wants to see everybody naked. I'm like, that doesn't mean I want to fuck everybody. Right. Like, I want to have some sort of connection. I just want to see some boobs. I mean, yeah. Like, or dick, like peanut, whatever. I don't, fuck, dude. Show me that butthole. Weirdly, I see more dick than I do things that I actually want to see. Right. And I'm like, by, I always say, uh, what do I say? Uh, uh, By adjacent. (laughs) (laughs) A dusting of by. I'm like, by adjacent. I'm not by purely, like, but that's other issues. Other issues we'll get into at later dates. But the way we'll you guys in. are doing it seems to be right. And I've seen so many just like, I mean, there's, there's technically no right or wrong, but there is a lot of right or wrong depending on like what you're paying attention to. Yeah. And, you know, the fact that you have the bravery to talk about it and you're working on it and like, yeah. that's the hardest thing. Everyone thinks it's, e- it's not fucking easy no. to have more than one partner. Like everyone thinks it's all fun and games. You fuck whoever you want. No, because that's not what it's about. Like no. I have a wife, I have, I want. I, I, see, I have this weird thing where I call people <laughs> girlfriends and then people partners. Yeah. And I don't want anyone to feel out. So I have like four serious partners. And it's fucking not easy. No, it's it not. It never is. Time sucks. Yo, yeah. It's, it's, we could do, I'm sure you and I could do an entire fucking episode about the trials and tribulations of being in poly relationships because it is, it is tough. And, and people have asked me, hey, Nathan, should I be poly? And usually I'm like, no, probably not. Because it's not for everybody. If anything, it's not for most people. It's mostly dudes that like, I like the idea of a threesome. Yeah. But then like, I'm like, wait a minute. Uh, I'm like friends with your wife. You've never given her an orgasm. What are you going to do with two people? Yeah. Does it make any sense? <laughs> yeah. But let's get away from this before we end. Yes. Because there was one topic I want to talk about that kind of fits TikTok. And I know we're coming close. Yeah. I mean, we don't have a time limit, but like, I'd like to. So on TikTok, I've recently found a trend based on Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Have you watched the new season? I have not. I am behind and it sucks. All right, well, behind. no spoilers, but it says Stranger Things, uh, Stranger Things, Would You Rather? Okay. And I'm going to be really honest with you. I don't like that. Like, it's literally one of those, like, fucking effects where it's like, would you rather? And it doesn't say what you would rather do, but everybody knows. Everybody knows. Uh-huh. And you pick the person you would rather. But the problem with that is, in my humble opinion, is that more than half of the people on that fucking show are kids. Yeah. So why are, why is this a trend that's happening currently? That's odd. Like, it's fucking weird, right? No, it and is. I, I saw it today and I was like, why are we doing this? No. And, and to be honest with you, I have a controversial opinion too. Did you ever watch Big Mouth? Yeah. I had to stop watching the most recent season of Big Mouth because it made me feel weird. Like, I was getting too deep into sex lives and the genitalia of children yeah. on that show. And that really didn't, I mean, I, I thought the first couple seasons were funny, but like the most recent season, I'm like, I'm tired of seeing depictions of teenage penises. Like, okay, I'm good. I'm, I'm done. So I, you should definitely not watch Euphoria. <laughs> I, I don't. I've heard about that show too. I've I never watched it. But my, my daughters both watch Big Mouth and Euphoria. And I'm oh like, that's what it's made for. You know, they're, like, 15 to 19, like, it's whatever. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite moments is a shout-out to Shannon again. We got home, and it's, like, a room full of children, like, teenagers, between 16 and 20 in my living room. Like, we were out for dinner, and they were watching Euphoria. <laughs> All right. One of my daughters asked, hey, uh, do you guys watch this? And my wife, without missing a beat, she's like, why the fuck would I watch that? <laughs> I lived it. And they all just were like, we're not going to watch this show anymore. Yeah, it's no it longer cool. 
Oh man, yeah. You know, it's like I, like we even alluded to at the very beginning of the show. Parents can absolutely determine what their kids watch. I think people should be more active in their children's lives so they can see what's going on. And you know, some kids are more mature than others. I was born an old man, and I've always had that older person sensibility, and I've always. Uh, you know, been around older folks and I'm more attracted to sense. older folks. So like, you know, it, that's, that's where I've always been. And I was kind of raised, you know, in that direction. And I was the older brother of three and I yeah. feel like my dad, like, and I would love, I would love to have my dad on the show. Yeah. And get him. We drunk, should do a dad's show, which would be impossible. <laughs> Cause that man, uh, when we talk about drinking earlier, I didn't get to tell the story of like why I didn't drink for a long time. I don't want to do it cause we're running late on time. We'll come back to it. Sure. But my dad has kind of become more open in his old age. Really? And uh, he tells me about things where, like, I was like, oh, this is just how it was. Like, he used to leave me alone when I was, like, three or four years old. And I would watch <laughs> my brother. Yeah, it's fucking it's crazy. It's crazy now when you think about it. But at the time, it was, like, the 80s. So, like, you know, whatever, latchkey kids. But I would love to sit and have a couple beers with him and, like, have him talk. Oh, yeah. Like, straight up about it. Because it's kind of nonsense. Like, it's kind of insane the way... Uh, Things have changed. And I, I couldn't imagine, like, I barely like leaving my kids alone now, and one of them's 19. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. It's a lot different time than, than even when we were younger. And, yeah, no. I would not be super super cool. And that's honestly one of the reasons why we did we decided that we are not going to have kids. Because, like, the world is a fucking hot oh, that's goddamn a, mess that's a right now. That's another topic for a whole other oh, time. Oh, yeah. And, and, like, it almost feels irresponsible for us to feels- have a baby now. And I also like being a degenerate whore. So, you know, there's there's certain parts of my life that are going pretty great right Don't now. Don't say whore like that. There's yeah, nothing I wrong have, with being a whore. I know. No, being, say a whore, being a whore is literally the top thing on my resume right now. Let's go. Let's go. All, All right, right, Ryan. Well, we did that at the same time. <laughs> we both knew. So, All right, wrap this shit it's, up. It's time to wrap it up. Yeah. Before we go, I need you to plug anything you're doing. Yep. And your social medias, and I will do the same, and then we'll say goodbye. All right, sounds good. So you can follow me on Instagram at Burly Nathan, B-U-R-L-Y Nathan. You can also follow me on TikTok and see the rather infamous bullshit no parking video uh, at Burly Nathan there. Um, And you can also follow, uh, I don't know where you can follow to find it. But anyway, at the Palladium Theater this coming up Saturday, which is the 16th of July, uh, we'll be doing a night of classic burlesque. You can also go to ndtheatricals.com and see all the upcoming burlesque shows. And, uh, yeah, that's everything I got. Oh, and make sure... Bullshit. Well, you have the... You do live piano somewhere. What? Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah. So if you, Come on now. If you, find, if you find yourself in downtown St. Petersburg on select Thursday nights of the year, and actually... Real quick, I will talk and I will slowly tell you that I'm pulling up the dates for when I'm going to be doing it next. Uh, So at Cocktail, which is in downtown St. Petersburg, it's one of the best gay bars I've ever been to. Um, I play what's called the the Big Gay Sing-Along, which happens on different Thursday nights throughout the year. And uh, I'll be performing July 21st, August 4th, August 18th, September 1st, 15th, 29th. October 6th and 13th. Those are all the dates that I have. So if you happen to find yourself in downtown St. Petersburg uh, on any of those Thursday nights from 7 to 11 o'clock at night, you'll see my big goofy ass on the piano, probably with feather boas and Elton John glasses singing Cher and ABBA and every fucking gay song I could pull out. And uh, I do an entire Elton set usually. And it's it's a ton of fun. And then my final plug, I guess, will be for this show itself. So make sure to follow us on Instagram at Fat Boys Podcast. 
And then if you have anything you want to inquire about, you can email us fatboyspodcast at gmail.com. That is P-H-A-T boyspodcast at gmail.com. All right, Brian, you're up. Yeah, I feel like anyone watching the last like five minutes of this has been watching me struggle to not pee my pants. So mine are really simple. Twitter, Instagram, uh, fucking TikTok, Green Lantern B. Green, like the color. Lantern, like a lantern. B is in Brian because I'm a nerd. That's All right, I love you guys. It's been Bye, great. Everybody.